0: How do y'all? I'm Leslie. And I'm Lari, and welcome to Sumo Kaboom, where we talk about all things
1: sumo. Yeah, and today, first off, idiot alert. Uh oh, what happened? (laughs) What'd you do? (laughs) Just learned when. Okay, we're going to talk more about the championships we were just at, but I realized at the championships, talking with the man himself, that we were saying, John. Jack's name incorrectly. We had been calling him Jean Jacques. Well, because it sounds more dramatic in French and stuff. Well, and it looks like a French last name. It is a French last name, isn't it? But you know what? The matter of the the fact of the matter, not the matter of the fact. There's more idiot alert there. It's John Jacks. Yeah, not Jean Jacques. I (laughs) so maybe it'll be like his. his We're just idiotic sometimes. His alter ego, his French (laughs) alter ego, Jean-Jacques. Y'all, he was so nice about it. I apologize to him in person. He was so nice about it. But I'm sure anyone who knew him and listened to us last week. Who must have just been moaning, going, oh, my God, these
0: girls. And if you're tuning in and you have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> we interviewed the guy last we week. We interviewed this really amazing guy. And he has been at the forefront of sumo in America for many years and spent time in Japan <laughs> and training there. And he's just a real ambassador for a sumo. And um, we saw him this past weekend at the North American sumo championships in Las Vegas. And we're just giggling about the fact that we've been pronouncing his name incorrectly. But you know what? That's pretty much on brand for us all the time. Is we do our how best. much we've mispronounced things. <laughs> Thanks to the live stream where people oh were God. like, You're not pronouncing monoi
1: right. <laughs> I was like, uh, I know. I'm from Texas. Monoi. We really we do try it. hard, y'all, but it's uh, we're quite not perfect. funny. It's quite funny how wrong we get it, even when we're trying our hardest. Yes. I mean,
0: we're just trying. We're just volunteers, just
1: trying yeah, our hardest yeah. to bring so, y'all
0: the sumo entertainment. We yeah. thank you all so much. But today's episode, we are going to go into a little bit of a newsflash, we don't have too much, and then talk about this amazing weekend we had in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And I usually don't put the words amazing in Las Vegas together in the sentence, like together. I don't like, know together. why,
1: because... It Where is, else can you go to Europe? You can go to Paris. You can go to <laughs> New York, New York. You can, yeah. You can go to the pyramids. Yeah. You can go to Venice. You can go in a castle. And you can
0: get in a gondola. All on one street. And you can take pictures with
1: half-naked ladies. Um, Y'all, there and the, were showgirls out on the corners in of G-strings. the strings now. Yeah. I've never Just, seen that before in Vegas. It would be like Elmo uh, of
0: Transformer and then... Have naked showgirls, show just like Las Vegas brings you. I have a secret to tell. I spent two weeks in July, once upon a time in Vegas, and learned real quickly that, like, you know what, this is a great, great town for a couple of days. But me personally, any longer than that, it's it's not my town. But what did make it my town this time through was Sumo. And I had a different experience actually. Enjoying being in Vegas, um, due to the sumo that we saw this weekend and seeing all these amazing wrestlers from all over the U.S. I sound like Kathleen Turner because I clearly spent a lot of time this weekend yelling and screaming and mm-hmm. everything. My voice sounds lower, right? A little bit. I should get into voiceovers, um, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe I had a change of heart about Vegas. Good. It was just the, you know, it was just a really fun, cool weekend. We got to spend it with the Grand Sigma Breakdown guys, Mm -hmm. their wives who are all adorable, Mm -hmm. meet so many of the wrestlers that we've been following and seeing wrestlers we've met before again and... Seeing them so improved from the last time we saw them, Like, we saw some amazing matches this weekend. I was truly blown away.
1: Yeah, and we want to give you guys the breakdown of who is on the U.S. sumo team. Because now we know. That's what... That's going to Worlds. Oh, world yes. Games. Did I say that incorrectly? Sorry about that. Well, yeah. So we're trying to figure out... They are out... the U.S.
0: sumo team yeah, going to Worlds. Yeah, they
1: are. To Worlds. Okay? And this is a big deal because Worlds happens every... Four years? Am I right? I I don't know. I should have looked that up. (laughs) Happens happens every twelve, every twenty, every two. Who knows? (laughs) Doesn't happen. This is not the podcast
0: for accuracy.
1: <laughs> I do know that Worlds is happening uh, in 2022 in Birmingham, Alabama. It's the first time it's been back in the states since 1981. And I believe just from reading on their website that it happens the year after the Olympics every time. It happens every time there's a comet. What was that comet? Um
0: neo after Haley's, Haley's comet. Haley's <laughs> comet
1: comes. Then we have Worlds. You could
0: always track no, it by the comet. No, this is
1: well, it's a big deal to us in the sumo world because sometimes you'll see people from this world sumo event then go into professional sumo like like ura yeah right? yeah ura? yeah so we have yeah there are just professional sumo wrestlers who will come from the world's event so it's a bit of a feeder event into professional and potential
0: sumo. for foreign wrestlers as well like didn't didn't tochinoshin come in that way or am i wrong i think Again,
1: you know, we should not look it accurate. up before we start talking about these things. <laughs> we should look them up because we don't want to put inaccurate <laughs> stuff out there. We do try to do our homework. But this week, our homework was in American sumo wrestlers. That's we right. did not look up anything about Tochinochin this week. That is very true. Because we saw, oh my gosh, close to 80 wrestlers giving their hearts, bodies, money and time ankles and knees as well i know it was just an honor to spend time with all of these athletes competing to be on the team so uh we should tell you who's on the team and what we remember about but, watching them wrestle but first flash alright
0: you all right y'all i'm bringing y'all big hitting news this week apparently there's going to be more pokemon prize flags <laughs> this is big news, <laughs> for the next Basho in January. Now, I'm not exactly sure. I know that they had 64. Very, This is very popular. I don't know if they were giving out prize flags. I don't know if you could see the prize flags. I don't know if these
1: prize flags were the sponsor flags. But I did this... see some Pokemon sponsor flags okay. come out for the big fights, well, and they were cute.
0: Well, not only did they double down, they more than triple downed on the Pokemon flags. They're like, let's up the flags for this next Basho and more Gyojis and more and more yellow. Because it was cute. It was real cute. Yeah. And I hope it brought um, a level of cuteness to everyone that they they appreciated their
1: sumo in a very y- cute package. Yeah, You know, USSF, you could do something similar. You could just, like, find some sort of great comic and uh, just put together a sponsorship deal and start dressing up. Start dressing up our judges. But you know
0: what? I have to say for us on our live stream, you couldn't really see us. We were in Vegas costume. Kind of, yeah. Kind of. I mean, I had said to Laurie last week, like... What do you think about sequins? I didn't quite get an immediate absolute on that.
1: Yeah, I was um, kind of like
0: sequence might be a little it, too much. Right. We're, this is a serious sport. We don't want to we don't want to dumb it down with sequence. Yeah, so um, I went
1: Cumberbout cummerbou- Cumberbun <laughs> route instead. You were wearing my high school show car
0: jacket yeah. and Cumberbun. Yeah. I was wearing an old lady jacket and um, Elton John Vegas slash Elvis glasses. Yeah. But no one could see that in the live stream. But uh, but anyway, we got off track. But anyway, I think costumes and sumo go together very well. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And if the if the JSA is trying it with Pokemon. I think we should try it here. We should try more costumes at more sumo tournaments. Yes. That's all. That's all I'm saying. All right, the Sumo Museum is open again after two years, and this time it's opening back up with a Hakaho exhibition. There you can see his trio of Kesho Mawashis, I, I guess just one set on display. You can oh, also. Oh, I would like to
1: see that. Yeah, yeah. You could
0: also see his Yokozuna rope or tsuna, his sword from his doyo-iri, and other fun stuff like the recently awarded Guinness World Records, I guess, plaques. I don't know. But I think if you have a ticket, it's free day of. Like if you go to see a tournament, you can just immediately get into the sumo museum. It doesn't cost anything. That's cool. Yeah but then all the other time i don't know is it free i don't know who knows but i don't know it can't be more than 5 or 10 bucks again not we accurate we don't know we don't know <laughs> It'd be like $1000 to get into this museum
1: <laughs> <It's just> like <laughs> we know nothing
0: we know nothing another bit of news on the front is that there is no official word on where the sumo tours will be held but they are preparing Definitely in preparation to resume tours. Now I know I'm. I might have mentioned that last week, but this week they're going to decide in January if it's a go or no go situation. Mm-hmm. But it looks like at this point, it's leaning towards it's definitely going to happen. Um, they just don't exactly know where the tours are going to happen. And they mentioned in the summer that would be the first one. Is in the summer.
1: Oh, I hope that happens. I'd like to go to that. Yeah, me too. Um, maybe after Worlds Maybe after Worlds That's right You know,
0: the World Games They're coming up in Birmingham In uh 2022 In the summer mm-hmm. Glorious Birmingham In the middle of July It'll be great It'll be air-conditioned <laughs> Everything will be indoors It'll be swimming pools It'll be great Yeah It'll be great But uh, I lost my track of
1: <laughs> Fancy that <laughs>
0: Fancy that! Where have I been, y'all? Here's another bit of uh, it was a news. It was about uh, sumo tours. Oh yeah, still don't know what I was gonna try to say. In the summer, in the summer, the isn't heat that of... a
1: great thing?
0: Let's just we'll end go with after that. One. Okay, let's just end with that. <laughs> also, in other news, I passed my kidney stone in Vegas. I think we yes. told you all last week that the week prior that uh, I had been suffering. I was Q Joe because of a uh, kidney stone. Mm -hmm. And I want you all to know I passed it in Vegas. So, Mm -hmm. you know, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for this one thing, because I did bring it home with me.
1: Yeah, it's impressive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I have.
1: Can we talk about some American sumo wrestlers now? Yes. Let's talk about our uh, light women and light men's winners. Okay, and first of all, uh, if amateur sumo is new to you, there are weight categories in amateur sumo. Not in professional sumo, professional Japanese sumo. Doesn't matter what you weigh, you just wrestle anyone, okay? But in amateur sumo, there are weight classes, and there's also an open division where you could wrestle anybody, right? This
0: is an opportunity for all of the world's sumo wrestlers in the foreign circuits uh, foreign circuits i don't know how you say it but all over, every, all over the world to come together and compete with each other and all the eyes of sumo are actually on these world games. As far as stables who might be looking at potential foreign wrestlers or seeing what Japan has of its own, they do send Japanese wrestlers to Mm -hmm. this tournament. So this is a chance for wrestlers all around the world to wrestle with Mongolians, to wrestle with Japanese, to wrestle with Ukrainians and people all over the world who really are up and coming and have a lot of potential to actually go into pro-sumo.
1: Yeah, and I should also say, this is an opportunity for women to do sumo wrestling. Right. It's kind of the apex event right. for women. There's not much beyond the World Games for women's sumo wrestling. Right. Basically,
0: we can't have sumo in, this, in the Olympics
1: until it's equal. Women
0: and men are competing. So it,
1: I do think it's interesting that the IOC is a part of the World Games, mm-hmm. and there's men and women in sumo wrestling, but not yet in the Olympics. Right. Yeah. Do you have uh the weight class numbers there on the sheet mm-hmm. for light women and light men? Mm-hmm. Light women weight is up to one hundred and forty three pounds. Okay, up to one hundred and forty three pounds. You
0: and I would both be lightweights. Yeah. Although, uh, mid pandemic, I probably would have been
1: light heavy. You would have been light heavy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, I would have been in the light women's category and I would have lost to all of the ladies because they looked great. Um, Our third place winner in light women's is Ketzel Jefferson, who is actually from Mighty Eagle Sumo. So she's a fellow Texan. Yeah. Yeah. She's 26 years old. She looked very excited to get this bronze. So I'm really excited for her. Second place, Elizabeth Salazar. Who's from Lone Star Sumo down in Austin, Texas. Another Texan. Um, but I should say also about this event that we went to, like there were there were people who have been doing sumo for years mm-hmm. in this event, and there were also people who were very new to sumo in this event. That was what was exciting to me. Yeah, to
0: see a lot of the new faces competing. You know, flying in from all over mm-hmm. and taking it really serious because they really, really want to meddle and they really want to make
1: away in the sport yeah yeah well elizabeth salazar our silver medalist is pretty new to sumo she does know kung fu she's 32 years old uh and our first place gold winner this year in light women's was logan graves 27 years old out of florida sumo she's been doing sumo since 2020 so so not that long yeah. Not that long at all. What I loved about her, she's a former gymnast and she's an art teacher. Yes. That's and very amazing. focused. Very, very focused. Well, and a, with a badass haircut as yeah, well. Yeah, she's got a, like a buzz cut. I, she looks super ripped. I would not ripped, get in y'all. the doyo
0: with Logan Graves.
1: I would be like, <laughs> "I <laughs> i forfeit she was giving me like total sigourney weaver and alien yes vice. yeah or like seven from stranger things just like pure power and Maybe i am gonna she was take you that. down yeah well yeah at 27 years old she done
0: did it yep she was really fabulous i have to laugh at myself because when the women went first i kept saying i have the sheet in front of me that has their weight classes yeah. and it just gives you I think the top weight. Yeah. But I kept saying, um, Ketzel Jefferson, 143.3 pounds. Oh, here's Elizabeth Salazar at 143.3 pounds. And then I was like, wait, how is everyone in the whole division, the same exact weight? I told you all, like there's a certain amount of catching up. We have to do when we get on site, we're like, who are these people? How do we get this live stream up and going? And that was a whole other hilarious thing. If you were watching, thank you for your patience. But, um, At the end of the day, it was all
1: about the wrestlers, and it was exciting. If you want to watch any of these wrestlers wrestle, go to our YouTube page. We ended up putting the live stream on our channel just because there were some things that sort of fell apart right at the end, and it was just easiest to do that. But if you go to the live stream, the first people up that you're going to see wrestling are these ladies in the light women's category. So um, really easy to just go to it and check out their wrestling, get to right. know them. Okay. Well, and also in this women's lightweight division, it should be noted that
0: Liesel Rickoff was also there and um, she's from Dark Circle Sumo. And um, she also had a really great showing. And I know that she's not going to Worlds, but like just because you don't get in the top three doesn't mean that you aren't an amazing wrestler. True. And I really think it's so important for women whether they're brand new or they've been doing this for a while, um, to continue with the sport, there is so much, I guess, prejudice around women being strong and big. And it's just like the world doesn't always welcome your strength. And we do, I fully, I love it. I love all the determination, the fierceness, everything that the women were bringing to the sport was what was super exciting to me.
1: Well, let's talk about, The other thing that women are bringing to the sport, there was another wrestler who was actually having a baby during this, not on site. No, not on (laughs) site.
0: Yeah, that would be like real hardcore. (laughs) She's like, this one's in labor in uh, room 108, and in 110, free, free
1: pizza. pizza for everybody. <laughs> no, we were getting, we were getting like on-site updates about sumo wrestlers giving birth during the day of the event. So yeah, there was a, an amazing
0: wrestler that we've seen wrestle before who was pregnant and gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Yes.
1: All right, back to light men's this time. Okay, light men's third place our bronze medalist was a brand new guy i've never i've never seen him before Etobar koyeha i hope i'm saying your, i'm probably not saying your name correctly because koyeha yeah From north carolina sumo yes he's 19 years old wow um he's a guy he's a he's been wrestling Not sumo wrestling, as I understand, but wrestling. He was a varsity wrestler. Jiu-jitsu. Yeah, done jiu-jitsu before. Um, He's 19, so he's young. And he was super strong and wiry and fast. Yeah. He was really exciting to watch. Well, and you
0: forget, like, when you look at Enho, Enho is my height. And there's, like, no reason why somebody who is like, he's 5'9", he says, he's 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 170 pounds, and you would think, oh, this small guy doesn't stand a chance. Yes, he does,
1: 100%. Please. Don't count out the little guy, because the little guy is a badass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our silver medalist, men's should be a familiar name to anyone who listens to us. Uh, fellow Texan, Justin Kazart. at 39 years of age, he is going back to worlds, and he is the man behind dark circle sumo uh we love him he's been with us since the beginning yeah it was one us. of our first
0: interviews yeah and he's so he's just so dedicated to the sport and he wants it to grow and build and he is throwing everything he can behind dark circle sumo and to bring all of his wrestlers up and to teach them as much as they can like he is so a mover and shaker in the future of sumo in america yes justin uh, some of them say kizzert um, Kisart, we, Kisart. But then again, we call Jean-Jacques. Jean-Jacques. <laughs> so
1: maybe it's Justin Kizart. There was quite the showdown for the gold in this light men's category. Ooh, yeah. uh, it was a showdown of the Justins. And the man who walked away with gold this time was justin jones jj yep jj 35 years old he's been doing sumo for about three years and he is with hanu sumo which remind me do you remember exactly where in california they are I don't remember, maybe San Diego, but then again, this is
0: not the podcast for For accuracy. accuracy. We know
1: they're somewhere in California, and Justin Jones is very nice.
0: (laughs) Oh, man, we had such a great time talking to him and his wife. In Austin, In Austin, and I was just like, I like this guy. Yes. And I I like all of the wrestlers. I really do. (laughs) Like, personality-wise, everybody's just so freaking cool. Yeah. But it's also nice to see people that you cheer on. You know, ace it in the doyo, and JJ definitely did that.
1: Yes, he did. So that's our light category. So now let's go to our light-heavy category, women's and men's. And can you give us the weight breakdown? Oh, for the women's light-heavy? Light-heavy women's Mm -hmm. is up to 176.4
0: pounds or 80 kilograms that is the women's light heavy so 145
1: to one sorry say it again 76.4 not 176.5 that's right 176.4 although i
0: will have to say once they finished competing and went into the opens and got their pizza in room 110 could have been heavier they could have been breaking brackets all over. I guess it doesn't matter because it's... <laughs> it's open. It's open. Yeah. You can be whatever you want, pre-pizza or post-pizza. So tell us about men's life Men's heavy. is up to 253.5 pounds. So from 187.4 to
1: 253.5. That's a big... That's a big opening. That's a that's a wide span. Yeah, a wide berth, if a you will. A wide birth. Yes. All right. So in women's third place... Bronze went to Simone Long, or maybe it's Longe. Longe. Simone Longe. Everybody is French in sumo today. John okay.
0: jacques Justin Kizart, uh, Simone, Simone Longe.
1: Simone. She's probably not French, but we're going to make believe she is French today. She's thirty years old. She, the best, the best tidbit we learned from the entire oh, day man. is that Simone does taxidermy for a living. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) She's new to sumo. She has been training with Mighty Eagle Sumo down in the San Antonio area. But here
0: she is, new to sumo, and she got her bronze. Also, crushing it with the roadkill, making them into pieces of art, probably. (laughs) I am so fascinated.
1: (laughs) I really am. Probably not roadkill.
0: No, I'm sure it's pheasants and deer. She's near hill country, so she's probably doing deer and boar. Who knows? Who knows? Birds of all type. But I'm fascinated. You know, it's an artistry. It really is. Like, have you seen? There's like a funny website that's like shows bad taxidermy. Yes. Still can't say the word. And um, bad taxidermy (laughs) is bad and quite funny. So it is a skill and um, you got to be good at it. Yep. You cannot put an ugly ass deer on your wall. Yep. With like cross-eyed, there's, you know, a cross-eyed deer on
1: your on your wall. There is a place south of Moab. I won't even say the name cuz I don't want him to come back and say you said something negative about our place. But it's a tourist it's assuming attraction they listen to. Us. <laughs> it's a tourist attraction and it's right off the road. You you walk in and um there's it's it's known locally for its bad taxidermy. Really, really bad taxidermy. <laughs> Well, we know Simone is not that kind of taxidermist. No, no, we've gotten off on another tangent. (laughs) Surprise! Surprise, surprise. Okay, our silver medalist in women's light heavy, Christina Griffin Jones. Amazing. And if that last name sounds familiar. Uh, We know who her roommate's going to be. Yes, Justin Jones. So the Jones, the Jones, I almost said the Jones Trio, the Jones Dyad. The, oh, the, the two nice Jones. word of
0: dyad. Thank I was you. thinking Brangelina. I was like, they are the sumo couple.
1: They're the Jones. The, Jones didn't. Just, the, 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 Justina, the Justina Jones. The, the uh, it's not coming. to Husband me. And wife Jones are kickass. <laughs> is what we're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, I could not come up with a good pairing.
0: Um or a twist on their names, um, like Benefer. But maybe it'll come to me by the end of the episode. Yes, Congrats. Exactly. Yes. I hope they had a, a good celebratory drink after they both yeah. competed because yeah. they deserve that. Christ- and they're sweet. They're both so sweet. Yes.
1: But more than that, Christina was solid in oh, the ring. And like I looked- noticed her her uh, center of balance was lower mm-hmm. than it was in Austin and she was way more secure on her feet. Yeah. Um it was really great to see. Yeah. So to give you a little bit more about Christina Griffin Jones, she's 34 years old. She studies at Hanu Sumo as well, along with her husband. Been doing sumo for three years. Don't remember if I said that before, but there you go. And then gold went to Helen Del Popolo, who is 29. Del Popolo. Del Popolo. Helen Del Popolo. Who? And now we're going Italian. <laughs> so Helen Del Popolo is but 29. I Greek. I think it's a Greek last but name. But it's Italian it's for Italian me. Italian was. <laughs> Helen <laughs> del Popolo. She has been around in the world sumo team world for quite a while. She was on her first world team in 2005 at the age of 12. I think she was crushing it. Like in I the think she came out of the at, womb. Like, just crushing it. She probably just busted her way out of the womb. Yeah. Well, and she. At this event this weekend, she somehow busted her ankle yet again, and she was wrestling. Hobbled. Just yeah, like, I'm seriously. still going
0: for it. And she had concussions, and
1: yeah, I, we, uh, I worry. Yeah, so she's but... wrestling through injury, happily wrestling through injury, and has plans to be on that world sumo team until 2025. She's 85 years old. Yeah, as and, long as like, she can keep her body in together. There, she's going to be kicking ass <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> okay, so that's our women's light heavy, our men's light heavy. Third place, bronze. Um, I apologize, Eric. I'm about to really not say your last name correctly. I believe you can do it. Because I have no idea how it's set. Oh. Uh, third place, Eric. Hun. Is that really just Hun? Like Hun? Like Honey? Hun? It's spelled H-Y-U-N-H. Yeah. I was going to say Hyun. <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have said that. But <laughs> if you could make it <laughs> French, Eric. Oh, <sighs> uh,
0: we like this guy mainly for his hair. His, well, his incredible, incredible wrestling. But- and his hair. And his hair. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a great top knot going. <laughs> Sweet to boot. They're yes, all he nice is. people. works we had a chance in the film to- industry. Yeah, we met
1: him in Austin too, and groovy dude. Yeah, he's 31 years old. He's uh pretty new to sumo, started sumo last year. He really is doing it for the community and because he wants to challenge himself physically. So congratulations, Eric. You're a bronze medalist and you're yeah. going to the World Games. So well, you are going to get some
0: challenge. Yeah, well, and he said, you know, his goal is to compete in a high-level environment yeah. that tests his ability as a sumo wrestler yeah. and to pass that passion on to
1: another generation. And if your last name is really said... Hun, I will remember it now forever. Says Eric Honeybun. Honeybun <laughs> Eric Honeybun. <sighs> You've got a Yon? new nickname, Eric, Eric Honeybun. Hyun, maybe that's it. Hyun. Again, not the podcast for accuracy. No. But Eric Honeybun is bronze medalist. Okay. Jordan Kirst was our silver medalist. This guy's really interesting. He's 26 years old with absolutely no sumo experience. Yeah, he However, was just like walking by the Yes. He's <laughs> the, the wellness center and was like, hey, what's that? Let me enter. And you guys think we're joking. <laughs> But we're not. We're not really. We're not. He is the two-time UNLV, Greco-Roman, all-American wrestler. So he has a wrestling background. Yeah, he's built like a brick shit house. But honestly, he was like, what is, what is this event? Sumo? I've never done sumo before. Yeah, put me in a Mawashi. Let me step in there and see what I can do. And he walked away. And he did. With silver. <laughs> yeah. So, And it wasn't beginner's luck. I mean, the guy has skills. Mad skills. Yeah, And first place, Andrew Rodin. 33 years old, he's a lifelong wrestler. Started, oh, he probably started before high school, but he was wrestling in high school uh, at Georgia. He was a state qualifier in uni. Um, He's been involved in the sumo world for years. He won medals in 2020, 2021. So congratulations, Andrew Rodin, for your gold medal win. Yeah, another experienced wrestler. So women's heavy winners, third place, Kellyanne Ball. Kellyanne is 28. She's been doing sumo for about three years. Uh, And we found out that she is the champion of, I don't know if this is an eating competition or what, but she said, I am the ramen noodle champ. What? Yes. So we need to ask her more about exactly what that contest is. And also where to get the best ramen. Yes, and where to get the best ramen. But she won silver in 2019 and 2020. So she's a familiar name to anyone who's been into American sumo for a while. And she's the person that I was thinking of when I mentioned
0: earlier about one of these people that looks like a completely different wrestler. She's
1: low. She was aggressive and doing some really, really impressive sumo. And that one fight where she beat Eros... Yeah. That, like, scream of, oh, I finally did it! Well, that was a huge,
0: huge accomplishment
1: for yeah. her. Yeah, I mean, a chance to talk with
0: her, and she was like, that was epic for me, you know? And they want to be able to fight the best wrestlers. They sure. want them to be, they want to be challenged. And so, you know, taking on Aeris is uh, quite a challenge, and to actually win one, that mm-hmm. is, that shows you all of her hard work and effort has gone, uh, there's, there's a payoff.
1: Mm-hmm. Our silver medalist this weekend, uh, 38-year-old Yelady Galindo. That's right. She's been studying with Yamamoto. Uh, she was the gold heavyweight champ in 2020, 2021 bronze at nationals. So she's been in the women's heavyweight division for a while and been doing really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, she bonked her head pretty well on the floor, so yeah, everybody was, was worried, worried about Lady, but she ended up. I mean, who knows if she had a headache the next day? She was a bit dizzy. But she was up and walking after yeah. that, you know,
0: was looked after by the medic and everything. So they must have gone over all of that and talked to talk
1: to her and cognitive stuff and yep. making sure she's okay. One of the things that the USSF did really well was having a medic there immediately. Yeah. I mean, if any, anything went wrong, if there was blood on the ring or if anybody hit their head on the ground, um, they just called for the medic and she was right there ringside yeah. to help. She got very her impressed. steps in. She definitely got her steps in Yeah, that. she did.
0: <laughs> or Our that go-
1: day. <laughs> Our gold medalist in women's heavy was Eris Armstrong, 33 years old, out of Dark Circle Sumo. She's been doing sumo since 2019. She's the two-time national champ. Yeah, we wish her well. We wish all of these ladies well at Worlds.
0: Yeah, Eris is truly a badass of the sport. So she 100% deserves to be at Worlds. And I'm so excited to see her go up against all of these women from the Ukraine and Russia. And yeah. I am, I mean, she has been
1: double downing on her training. And, and she's it's like been, she does it full time, it she's, seems. she's been speaking this into reality for years. Right. Really, since we've known her, Mm -hmm. this has been her, like, her goal is Mm -hmm. I will win gold and I will go to Worlds. And uh, she's on her way. So congratulations, Eris.
0: Yeah. And also should be mentioned, Nicole Burgess also did really great. She is at a Mighty Eagle Sumo. And her wrestling, she was, I believe, at the Austin one. And I saw her wrestle there too. Again, another person where she may not, she may not be going to Worlds, but like, it's coming soon. You know her wrestling looked so much more f- like just looked so focused and amazing and so strong that she was just barely at the cusp. You know, like just barely behind. So I know that in the future for Nicole it meant so much to her. And um, sometimes you don't always come out on top, but from what we were watching, you you look like an ace, Nicole, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. So don't
1: give up. Keep going because you're all like you're there. You're there. Okay, men's heavy. Third place, Angel Delatore, 23 years old. Angel Delatore. <laughs> 23 <laughs> years old. He's been doing sumo for about a year and he's been studying with Yamamoto. Yes. And I think that study really showed uh clearly today. yeah angel Delatore,
0: yeah it, we were like who is this guy yeah i had not been able to see him None, Didn't know anything really, about him we Brand hadn't new seen us. the hawaiian guys and we hadn't seen any of the the yama club people before in person yeah so it was awesome to see them competing
1: silver and men's heavy what's the weight class on this above i guess it would be once 253 and above 253.5 okay. and above okay Second place, Robert... Ooh, excuse me if I get, get your names wrong, y'all. I'm working on it. Fuimono. Robert Fuimono, 29 years old, three-time openweight champ, 2020 heavyweight champ. So this guy came to the event with lots of experience under his belt. Well, he uh, was amazing. And some of these names that we're giving you today, we don't know an awful lot about yet, but now that they are on this world's team we're going to be putting more effort into finding out more about them before they go to Worlds next July. So, I look forward to learning more about Angel and Robert and Henry, who is our gold. Wow. Our gold winner, Henry yes. Faleofa from Hawaii, 27 years old. This was his very first tournament. He said he has no he, he just has street fighting experience is what it said in his bio. Oh my god, but him in a street fight? Yeah. I would, you would not stand a chance. Uh, I mean is
0: is he doing a lot of street fighting in Hawaii? Well, I know he was yes, one of the said. many like his, his auntie was all over the live chat. She had yeah. must have had like five nephews that were like that's my
1: boy, that's my boy. I'm yeah. like Henry <laughs> is a big guy. Yeah. He's a really big guy. Yeah. He's solid on his feet and it almost it seems like once he catches you, he just walks you right out. He does not go backwards. Actually, I think Gosh, one of the best fights of the day we saw was between him, Henry, and um, Jose Galindo. Yeah. and Oh, my God. That was like a two-minute match. I mean— It was a really long match. I know. Uh, Jose passed out afterwards. Yeah. They both I were mean, just totally exhausted at the end. I and mean,
0: they could not—both of them in yeah. both corners. They gave it all— I mean and and mad props to Jose Galindo. That was an am- that was maybe the match of the day that mm-hmm. like everyone was screaming and on their feet because that was so well fought. Mm-hmm. They gave us such amazing show. It showed off
1: their skills in the doyo. Let's just say boy, anybody who's representing us really in any division, but I'm I'm really excited about our heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. I'm I shouldn't say that only about that one division because I am excited about them all but I get really excited about athletes of size well, I know going I, in I there because I'm like, like monster trucks. Oh. It's
0: just like the best, They're just like big old wrestlers, just like <laughs> yeah,
1: it's like a monster <laughs> truck, yeah, <Yes>. Bol- <laughs> like roll over him, like, <laughs> that that is Henry. He's a big wrestler, of great size, and he's just walking all over his opponents. So it's gonna be really exciting to see what he does at Worlds. Oh yeah. Okay, so our open division, women's third place. These names, all of these names, are going to sound familiar to you because they placed in their own individual divisions. Third place is Christina Griffin Jones, who was our middleweight or light heavy, I think, is what it's called. Uh, Kellyanne Ball was second place, and first place, Eris Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so, congratulations, ladies! You get to you get to compete in two different ways in Worlds. How cool is that? That's amazing. Yeah. And our men's, okay, so these are three new names in our men's open weight division. Third place, Dan, and I hope I'm, I'm probably not going to say your last name correctly because we never do here, uh, Kolbfleisch. 40- I think you did great. You think? I think it's Coldfleisch. Okay, thank you. 45 years old. Yeah. He might be our oldest competitor of yeah. worlds, I think. Rep in the 40s. That's right. Rep in the 40s. Uh, from Sumo Kai. And I'm not really sure where Sumo Kai is. I need to look more at that team. But he seems like he's been involved in Sumo for years. Yeah. See, over 16 years. Yeah. He wrote. So yeah.
0: He's he's Dan Kalplash has
1: been around. And it shows. Yeah. It shows. So he walked away with the bronze, silver, Mark Jones. What did you want to say about Mark Jones? I'm just saying he looked
0: great. You know, all of these guys were going, this is double elimination, going back to back to back all day long. They must have just been friggin' exhausted. So by the time they got pizza, free pizza and room 110, then came back to do the opens and still had that much energy. I know when I spoke to him in Austin, I think he said he was somewhat new to the sport. Again, I don't know what he's been doing, if he's been eating his Wheaties, but he looked like an incredible wrestler. Like, that was just so different from the last time we saw him just so much improved and um i saw
1: a lot of a lot of spunk
0: and heart from mark jones
1: i'm excited to learn more about mark jones uh in first place went to makini manu who uh has again fabulous hair Amazing another hair. boy with fabulous hair long and curls and, and uh, a complete and arm sleeve honestly he reminded me of uh Dwayne johnson and moana Yeah, he definitely had a rock vibe. Yes, yeah. What is the name of the god in Moana?
0: Oh my god!
1: How do I not? But maybe it was not on the top of my head. Maybe it was
0: based on. I
1: think you. Makini Manu. It probably was. It was. Disney people were like, "Let's go to Hawaii. Let's find (laughs) a model." (laughs) <laughs> this guy. It is Makini. He's 28 years old. Uh, he won silver at the 2021 U.S. Sumo Openweight Division. Fourth in heavyweight at the same time. So he's been wrestling in California with, you know, some some other sumo wrestlers in California and been doing pretty well. And it shows. So here he gets to go to Worlds and represent America at Worlds as our gold medalist. So congratulations, Makini. He's tall. He's stout. He's like... St- I wouldn't call him stout. I'd call him like beefy, just very muscular. Husky? And... No, it... not husky. <laughs> I know that's toddler sizing, but if you toddler size
0: up, adult husky uh, and fierce. Oh yeah. man, what a what a competitor! Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what he does at Worlds. Yeah. There was so much great wrestling, but you know what there also was? We got an interview after, be- actually before the Open started, we got a chance um, through an interpreter who happened to be one of the judges. His name is James Taku Leung, and he has been a sumo judge and MC and also is an actor like his he was fascinating but you saw him in the live stream doing some of the refing. he has a great uh squat squat an amazing squat it should be we notice squats we do notice i notice
1: flexibility
0: i do have an eye for flexibility but he was so cool to translate for us because we got a chance to talk with yamamoto He's like a little uh, celebrity of the American sumo world because he was a professional sumo wrestler. I think his highest rank in Japan uh, when he was wrestling there was Mike Ishira 9. And I think he works with a lot of people out of the uh, Los Angeles club. Yamamoto Doyo? Um, it was really cool to sit and talk with him. And he was there because he's coaching um, some of the Los Angeles wrestlers. We asked him a couple of questions. You can watch the live stream and maybe we'll put up that little snippet for you. But hearing him talk about who his uh, most difficult opponent was over the years when he was competing and he said, Kisenosato, Sato. And it was just neat to be able to sit and talk to him and talk about sumo, the future of sumo, how his team did and all of that. And it was just like a real honor to be able to chat with him.
1: Yes. I second that. And it was really funny to me because he said, Ksenosato is shorter than I would have thought. And I, I would have thought that I would have been able to take him down, but I just couldn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was a, a Yokozuna. So he was pretty good. I imagine at whatever, you know, whatever level they were fighting at when they fought each other. But um,
1: yeah. And we got to talk to John Jean-Jacques or John John Jacks. Jacks, Who was there cheering on everybody. Yeah. He got a Lifetime Achievement Award from USSF. Deservedly so. Yeah. Yeah. It was a bit overwhelming to see so many volunteers fly in from across the U.S. Yeah.
0: Everybody's doing this on their own dime. Yeah. Because they love the sport. They love competing or they love volunteering. They want the association to grow. They Mm -hmm. want even better wrestlers in America. People care. So a lot of people in these types of things, things can go wrong. Things can be set up incorrectly. All these little things can go wrong. But in the end, it's all about the wrestling. Mm -hmm. It's all about the people who have the passion for it. And Mm -hmm. as we move forward and as we grow, I know that Things will only get tighter and better and more exciting as this sport grows in America.
1: Yeah, and Worlds is a much bigger stage. Who knows if we'll be able to even go there to support you. We'll be in, like, <laughs> a section much bigger deal. E-E-C-Z <laughs> and double A or but, something. But we wish you all the best of luck. We will be cheering you on. Uh, can't wait to learn more about you as that event comes forward. That's right. And... You know, we're probably going to take the next couple of weeks off from creating a podcast just because we like to give ourselves a little holiday break. But before we disappear for a couple of weeks to enjoy some time with family, I just want to give some major thank yous to so many of you who have supported us over the year. Um and I should say years, because we're coming up on two years doing this. We're Are not we? quite here. We're not quite there yet, but wow, we're coming up on it. Yeah. So big thank yous to people who have supported our bingo games, um, organizations like World of Sumo and Big Sumo Fan and Sumo Soul, even individuals like listeners out there who said hey i have extra tagada that you can give away or i have an extra t-shirt that you can oh, give I know. away I and the one nice lady who gave us prizes to give away for bingo this next time exactly like los angeles thank amazing you amazing people thank you hobbit rosie for listening and making those beautiful aprons that we could wear thank you to the people that we've gotten to interview over this year. Giving their time and oh, yeah. we saw Colton Runyon this weekend. Exactly. And he was such a great interview. Oh, John man. Jacks, Kanishki, John Gunning, uh the Grand Sumo Breakdown guys, Jake Book. Thank you so much for giving us your time so that we could learn more about this sport and, and spread that. But not only that, our listeners like you guys, you who have offered your incredibly funny nicknames that you have for your favorite sumo wrestlers and we get to meet you like we met Vitreous Bat this weekend in person. And it's so fun to meet the person behind the handle on social media. Yeah. So thank you we've we're gotten so to know so many to be of you
0: part of this sumo community i know so many of us are just sumo nerds sumo fans we love this sport and it's so fun for us to be able to go to a tournament and meet people face to face we feel like we're friends with online but you know it's it, in person
1: too it's really cool yes you know? and thank you to our supporters this year our monetary supporters you help us pay for the website you help us pay for the sumo kaboom.com name you mm-hmm. help us get microphones and all of these things that we have to have to produce this podcast so thank you rasgards robbie g thank you mara thank you snake Pliskin. thank you chris kettle frisbee thank you dr kvc and cody kachikoshi thank you wh3873 Whoever you are. Uh, thank you, Carl. <laughs> thank you, Gabby. Thank you, Willie from Germany. Terry. P.T. Stevens. Uh, Melissa. And thank you from the soul of my heart. Those of you that support us monthly. You're like our dream team supporters. That's right. Cole. Dan. Carl Sirius. Carol B. Rod L. You help us put this together we cannot do this without you so that's right thank you thank you thank you i guess
0: that is it until we speak to you all probably in the new year Mm -hmm. signing off for 2021 i'm leslie Mm -hmm. and i'm laurie
1: sayonara bye Mm